In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Yeah. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Forty years out on that Thank strip. You. I helped build this town. Thank you. And I Thank get a slap in the face for Anyone it. Anyone else on the public comment? Please come down. State your name for the record. Hello, Mayor. My name is Alex Stein, and um, um, you know, after hearing that testimony, it just shows me that you know Las Vegas is really not heading in a good direction. Because after my experience a couple nights ago, I had a very terrible experience where um, I think that these casinos take advantage of people by giving people free drinks. Wait, excuse me. You said your name was Alex Stein. Yes. Okay. Thank you. What I'm saying is, these casinos give people free drinks. And then they become vulnerable and then end up gambling more money than they have. Yeah. And I was a victim of that. And I lost a lot of money. And I'm facing a lot of issues right now. My wife's boyfriend recently got her pregnant. And I'm here for a church event um, speaking. For I'm a member of the Church of Scientology. And I don't normally drink. But I'm very vulnerable. I'm in a position now where I don't know what I'm going to do. Because financially, I'm going to have to take care of this baby potentially because he's out on parole right now and he has an upcoming case where he could be facing a long time in jail. So potentially I'm going to have to financially support this baby and I come to Las Vegas for a work event and I get fed alcohol and I get entirely way too intoxicated. I go to the ATM, I use my credit card, they make it very accessible to be able to gamble with my credit card. You know this Mary Goodman, they make it absolutely incredibly accessible councilman to be able to take all I have. And now I got to go back to Clearwater, Florida and I have nothing. 
So after this, after I start drinking, I'm, 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 very, I'm very distraught. And the one good thing about this city, I will say, the one good thing is, I, of all the cities I've been to, it's the first city last night at 4 a.m. I saw multiple people on Fremont Street taking the vaccine. That's the only place I've seen a 24-7 vaccine uh, operation in the United States of America. And that's here in Las Vegas. I saw lots of people on Fremont Street doing the vaccine. And I, I want to commend you the one thing. But the vulnerability of the tourists that come here, like myself, it, you're preying on people like me. And then I end up meeting a nice Filipino girl. I take her back to my hotel room, come to find out I, I cost money for her service to come to my room. Mary Goodman. I, I, I end up having a, a good time. We start kissing. We take off her clothes. She has, a, she has male genitalia. She's a transgender, Mary Goodman. Excuse me. This, we're in a public venue, and I think. So listen, I'm at a meeting. Please, could you please, excuse me. Could you please be calm and whatever? You guys are preying on me, Mary. You know, when I'm out there, I'm vulnerable, and now I have a male genitalia with breasts. It's very confusing. How can we track that? Excuse me. Excuse me. I think unless you have an issue that we can address. No, no, no. Please. Please. You do have issues. Be calm and just take one day at a time. Try. That's not our responsibility, sir. Sir, this is not the first council meeting you have come into. You actually go through council meetings across the United States and do this performance. So please leave our chambers at the moment. Thank you. You got triggered. Watch how triggered she is. You need to remove him. Marshals, remove him right now. Goodbye. 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 And she said Jesus. Well, he does. She said he Jesus does. in a derogatory way. Okay. Um, anyone else wishing to make comment today, please? This is a first, you know, in 11 years, that was a first. So. Uh, Alex Stein, primetime 99. What? An incredible troll he is. I love the fact that he just trolls city councils across the United States and makes them look as stupid as they are. You know what I mean? He turns it on, the, on, the, on their own head. He turns it on its head, and he, and he basically feeds them what they're trying to feed us. And when he does that, they don't want anything to do with it. Marshall, please remove him from the chamber, said the triggered liberal uh, on the city council. And that's, of course, Alex Stein. You guys know Alex Stein. He's trolling everybody. He was the one that trolled AOC a few weeks ago and was like, big booty AOC, big booty AOC. She got the biggest booty in Congress. Um, and then she's like, Jesus. Well, you're right. You do need him. And you are right to call out to him. Uh, but, of course, she did it in a very derogatory uh, and demeaning way. But good on Alex Stein for actually making Vegas uh, understand a little bit about the... Um, uh, the sin, the sin that they are committing by doing exactly what he said. I come here as a tourist and you feed me free drinks. You put prostitution in front of my face. Now I get it. Yes, he, he's uh, anybody has a choice. It's your choice whether you want to go to Vegas or not. And you have a choice whether to take free drinks and you have a choice whether or not to sleep with a prostitute or take a call girl home. I get it 100 percent. But I love the way he is turning it on its head and screaming victim like a liberal would. 
and complaining to the city council like a liberal would because if there was actually a progressive Marxist, communist, liberal, Democrat, whatever you want to call them these days, in the place of Alex Stein there, crying about some ridiculous, illogical uh, complaint that they had, uh, the city council would actually be like, oh, well, what can we do to help you? Oh, but when it's somebody trolling them, they don't like that. And you look out, you see how long it took them to understand that they were being trolled. Absolutely incredible. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here, live from America. Thank you for joining in today. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. We're live on Rumble. We're live on Getter. We're live on Roku and Fire Stick, and it is an honor to do this job for you twice a day, five days a week. So please, ladies and gentlemen, share, share, share. You hear that you see the LFA producer in there every day asking for shares. Uh, Folks, we have about 4,000, usually 5,000 people watching on Rumble. There's really no reason why we shouldn't have that many Rumbles. It is very, very important on Rumble to Rumble. We just don't do it because I like to pop on and see the views and the likes. We do it for very, very specific reasons uh, to keep us on the leaderboard. The leaderboard uh, opens up other things for the channel and uh, opens up a lot for us. Uh, So please, if you're watching on Getter or Roku or Firestick, just jump off real quick. Come over to Rumble, sign in, Rumble the video, share it from Rumble, and then you can go back to your preferred watching platform. But Rumble is very, very important to us, folks. So please help us out. I would like to say a happy birthday to Suzanne Vermontis' mother, uh, uh, Iris Marquez. And I was going to sing it in Spanish, um, but we'll just sing it in uh, regular old English. How about that? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Iris. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Iris. And we hope and pray that you have a wonderful birthday with your family. And a big shout out to Suzanne, who is a big help and a big uh, loyal fan and family member to the show. So, guys, again, I want to give you an update real quick. Tomorrow, Mike Crispy will be filling in for me here on Live from America. It'll be the first time that we actually have somebody fill in. So I would ask you, and I know I don't have to, but I would ask that you all join in, show Mike some love, give him the same engagement, rumbles, and likes as you always do. The LFA producer will be in the chat rooms as always, uh, but my family and I were going away um, for the weekend. We have some nice house sitters. Big shout out to our house sitters who are going to be there taking care of our home and our dogs. Uh, big shout out to Michelle as well as a big happy birthday goes to Michelle 818. Let's give some live shout outs for right now. Let's go over to Getter. We've got Carla Sparks, who said just rumbled, and she's watching on Getter. That is the kind of love that we, that we like. Mary Mary said the same thing. Bev1958 said the same thing, and they're watching on Getter. Ladies and gentlemen, Vicky Lorraine said, Rumble isn't working. I joined Getter to be able to watch you. Uh, I've noticed you've had a problem with Rumble. Definitely because probably when you got signed out when they did an update, you never went back um, and uh, you're, I mean, you never went back and cleared any cash or anything like that. And it's probably pulling old data. That's probably the problem there. Big shout out to True Patriot California. Big shout out to Jenny. Uh, Jennifer AB says, hi, Jeremy. Uh, we've got uh, Jill Glazier. 
in there watching. How you doing? Good to see you. Drees Monkey the Riddler, 1378, said Rumbled. All these folks are watching on Getter, and they rumbled, and we really appreciate you. Let's jump over to, uh, to our Rumble real quick. Denise says, Rumble's working fine for me. We had Will Johnson before. Oh, yes, we did. That's right. We did have Will Johnson, but he didn't fill in on Rumble. He filled in back when we did YouTube, and you are right. I forgot all about that. I forgot about our friend Will film, uh, fill, filling in back then. One or two shows tomorrow. One show tomorrow, guys. One show tomorrow. We're up to 700 Rumbles. That's awesome. I will be traveling to, to Missouri, so I won't be able to watch, said Florida girl. Well, safe travels to you. And one more here. Let's give it to Bumble Patriot. says, Rumblers are friendly. Love you guys. Yes, yes, we are. 3,500 on Rumble now. Thank you all very much. I'd like to see the same amount of Rumbles, if possible. It is harder to stay on the Rumble board, and I want to give a big shout-out to Louder with Crowder. He is now completely banned from YouTube. Thank you very much for joining the ranks, and now he is exclusively on Rumble as well. Rumble is growing, folks, and our whole job is to shut down YouTube. Big shout-out to... Terry Lynn said, shout out to me, Jeremy. Shout out, Terry. God bless you. All right, let's get to the Lord, folks, as we get to our verse of the day and our morning newsletter. If you are not following the morning newsletter, it's very easy. Just go to jeremyherald.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, put in your uh, email, and boom, you're there. All right? And this morning we titled it, Growing in the Spirit Takes Time and Commitment. Growing in the Spirit Takes Time and Commitment. Verse of the day comes from Philippians 4, 9. What you have learned and what you have received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. One more time, Philippians 4, 9. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. How many of you are new to Christ's teachings? How many are you, of you are new to your journey with Jesus? Please raise your hands and let us know. How many of you look at other, another person's faith and or relationship with Jesus and think to yourself, wow, I wish I had that kind of faith and love in Jesus? Let us know who you are. There is a way to get there, folks. Practice. Practice makes perfect is the old saying, right? You don't just walk onto a field having never played the sport and become the star of the show. You don't just walk on a court and start shooting three-pointers and draining every basket if you have never held a basketball. You also shouldn't covet or want what others have. God made you special to him in your own way. You are different from every single person on this planet for a reason. Growing in the spirit takes time, like anything else. Some people get closer to God quicker than others. It doesn't make them better at it. It just means that they're able to let go of sin and transgressions and give them over to Jesus easier than you. That's all. So don't be discouraged about it. In fact, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good sign that you need to spend more time with Jesus and the word of God. That's a great thing. So don't look at it as a bad thing. It takes commitment and dedication. Church is a great place to meet others and learn from them as well. That is the great thing about fellowship and why shutting down churches during COVID was so bad for God's people. We need fellowship to strengthen our faith in God. It is essential. Church is essential. 
Do not be afraid to ask questions. And just remember, every answer that you could ever hope to get is in the great and wonderfully powerful book that we call the B-I-B-L-E. Stick with your commitment to God and your commitment to Jesus' teachings and you will grow in the spirit and you will get so close to God and and get close to your heavenly father uh, in heaven. In Jesus' name, we pray and give thanks to God Almighty for the Bible and we give thanks to God Almighty to have a translation in English for us to be able to read God's word, understand God's word, and get closer to God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, like anything else, it takes time, it takes commitment, it takes uh, uh, being intimate with the word of God and reading that good book. And yes, going to church and asking questions and becoming stronger in your faith through fellowship. So if you don't belong to a church, try go out there and try to find a good Bible-based church. Baptist churches are great. Most Baptist churches are individual private churches. They don't have to follow, you know, a larger church or a larger church telling them what to do. Uh, Baptist churches are great. I, I belong to a Baptist church. I would say stay away from congressional churches. If you stay away from the, uh, the con- excuse me, congregational churches, you're probably better off. They're the most liberal churches. They're the ones that are flying the rainbow flags. They're the ones out there that are saying it's okay to be a homo- uh, to be a homosexual. They're the ones that are saying that it's okay for abortion. Stay away from your congregational churches. Now, I'm not saying every congregational church is like that, but most congregational churches are left uh, liberal in in their teachings. Uh, I belong to a Baptist church, and, I, and, and it was my second church that I found, and we fell right at home. Not to say a Baptist church is right for you, but you have to find a Bible-based church. You have to. Find the Bible-based churches, and then you'll grow in spirit and in fellowship. Amen? All right, please remove your hats. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's say it all together. Even if you're not a Christian yet, it is, there's power in these words, so we ask that you say it with us. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And folks, just like we vet um, we vet Republicans nowadays and we ask them the hard questions, you should do the same thing, ladies and gentlemen, with your churches and your church of choice. You understand what I mean? Vet your churches, meaning if you go and you visit a church and you say, you know what, maybe this is the church for me. Maybe this is the church for me. If they do not open that Bible and teach out of the Bible then you know right away this is not a church that I should belong to, period. You should know right away. And I'm not going to call out any churches or any religions right now, but I will tell you a good indication of whether you should or should not be in that church. If they open that book and they start reading out of it and teaching out of it, it's probably a good church to at least give your time and effort, at least for a while. If they don't, it's time to bounce. Amen? All right, here we go, folks. Let's get to the first and foremost section of the day. Lift up your cups and have our first slurp. Here we go. 
Jeremy, I love listening to you, but please stop bashing gays. My son is 18 and gay and was born this way. I know for a fact God made him this way. I get the ones trying to something. I get the ones trying to be something they are not. Well, number one, I don't bash gays. Completely wrong on that one. I've said it a thousand times. I have nothing against a person's sexual desires. I have everything against the LGBTQ movement. And yes, if a church is promoting homosexuality, that is wrong. Says it in the Bible. If you call me wrong and you're calling me a liar, then you're calling Jesus wrong and you're calling Jesus a liar. Homosexuality is wrong. God does not make you a homosexual. Your sexual desires are learned and loved. They are not born. You're not born with them. You're not at four or five years old running around attracted to males or females. Okay? You're not doing that. You are le- that is learned. That is something that you choose. And that is so- a sexual desire that you choose. God does not make homosexuals. It says it right in the Bible. So again, if you, I do not bash homosexualities but, or homosexuals. I will bash the LGBTQ movement. Just like I don't bash black people, but I will bash the BLM movement. Okay, I don't bash people that want to have their voice heard and that want to go out there and protest peacefully, but I do bash Antifa. I do bash them. So it isn't the people that I'm bashing. It is the movements and what they're trying to push on the world. And as far as homosexuality, no, you're not born that way, period. We don't hate gay people. We don't hate the sinner. We hate the sin. Just like people shouldn't hate me for the sins that I commit. We should hate the sin. You are not born gay, period. And how do I know that? The Bible says that. I don't need a scientist or I don't need some university to tell me whether you are or are not born gay. You have never heard me bash a gay person. I have so many gay friends and family members that would absolutely be so offended if I did that. I will never bash somebody who's gay. I will hate the sin, not the sinner. So there's my, there's my uh, two cents on that one. So uh, please... If you ever found me bashing gay people, show me the video. It's never been done. Never been done. I've said that a thousand times. A thousand times. All right, here we go. Today, Thursday, Judge Bruce Epstein Reinhardt, the judge that signed off on the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the raid at Mar-a-Lago at Donald Trump's home, We call him Judge Bruce Epstein Reinhardt. That is his name because he was an Epstein lawyer. So that is the nickname that we have coined to Judge Bruce Reinhardt. Judge Bruce Reinhardt will hear oral arguments today from the FBI and from the DOJ and from the media and the large media corporations that are saying unseal the affidavit. And he'll hear oral arguments today whether or not to keep the affidavit sealed or to unseal the affidavit that what, what with that was the launching pad for them to use their power to go and raid Mar-a-Lago. Okay. So we're going to get into this story here and we're going to, and, and I'm going to keep track of it when it happens today to, I guarantee you, they're not going to unseal it. I could, if I was to bet a dollar right now, I would guarantee you that the judge Bruce Epstein Reinhardt will not I repeat, we'll not unseal this, um, this uh, affidavit today. If he does, I'll be the first to come on here and say, okay, I'll put my dollar in the slurp fund. I was wrong. I can't believe he did it. But I have no reason to believe that Judge Reinhardt will be unsealing this today, okay? 
Ordering the unsealing of Mar-a-Lago search warrant affidavit would be would be wrong as a matter of law. But as a matter of lessons learned, Americans can infer that the unprecedented search of a former president, Donald J. Trump's home, rested on a circular on circular reporting, material omissions, misleading assertions, informants of unproven reliability and an investigation undertaken by partisan agents. Now, why does this so this this story that I'm reading you was written by Hargit, um, excuse me, Margot Margo Cleveland, Margot Cleveland, and she said um, ordering the unsealing of a search warrant affidavit would be wrong as a matter of law. Normally, she is correct, but when we are living in a transparent world, and Trump is calling for the uh, unsealing of it, the actual victim of it. And media is calling for the unsealing of it. And the American people are calling for the unsealing of it because of this crazy, crazy situation we find ourselves in where the FBI is raiding president's home. Then, yes, we want to see it. Federal magistrate Judge Bruce Epstein Reinhardt will hear oral arguments this afternoon on the media's motion to unseal the Trump's uh, Trump search warrant materials. The Department of Justice, with Trump's consent, already released the search warrant and the corresponding attachments. However, ladies and gentlemen, as far as it, when it comes to the affidavit that was used to get the search warrant, the Biden administration opposes. However, unsealing the affidavit filed in support of the search of Trump's home, arguing that the search warrant presents a very different set of considerations and that there are compelling reasons, including to protect the integrity of an ongoing law enforcement investigation that implicates national security that supports keeping the affidavit sealed. They're using this this language. They're using this rhetoric of saying that this could be a national security emergency and that we could literally be under attack if they unsealed this warrant or this affidavit and the only reason they're using language like that is because they know if this affidavit is unsealed then it will get to the bottom of their corruption the same corruption that went to the FISA court lied to the FISA judges got their FISA court warrant and and and, and was able to do what they were able to do and spy on a candidate and then a sitting duly elected president of the United States of America this ladies and gentlemen is If they unseal this affidavit, it will completely blow Crossfire Hurricane wide out of the water. Right out of the water. They know it. We know it. And I guarantee you that Bruce Epstein Reinhardt will do everything in his power to keep that sealed. Now, again, if he doesn't, I'll be the first to come on here and jump on this $2 train to the Slurp Fund and put my own money back into it. Because uh, I, 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 I... Hey, everything is on God's timing, and God does what God does, but I just don't see this happening. I just don't see this happening. Now, precedent solidly supports the government's argument. While the First Amendment provides the press and the American public the right of access to criminal trial proceedings, neither the U.S. Supreme Court nor the 11th Circuit, the federal appellate court that establishes mandatory precedent for the Florida Federal District Court, where the case is pending, have addressed the question of whether the First Amendment right of access extends to sealed search warrant materials. However, other federal appellate courts have held that, quote, there is no tradition of public access to ex parte warrant proceedings. And based on that precedent, the DOJ argues that the better view is that no First Amendment right to access pre-indictment warrant materials exists. Now, the Sixth Circuit detailed analysis uh, uh, strongly supports the DOJ's position. So based on precedent and based on, um, you know, 
past hearings that were somewhat similar to this. Of course, we've never had a president's house raided like this. We'll, we'll argue in the DOJ's favor. That's why I don't see them unsealing this affidavit. However, there is also other precedent that I would like to bring up. And this goes back to Bill and Hillary Clinton being in the White House. Could this possibly, could this possibly be the key and the precedent that is set that makes sure that Donald J. Trump will not be indicted, will not be arrested, and has no case against him whatsoever as a president who has access and has plenary power to declassify anything he wants? The Clintons, the Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton's uh, situation I'm about to read for you may just be President Trump's best defense. When it comes to the National Archives, history has a funny way of repeating itself. And legal experts say a decade-old case over audio tapes that Bill the Rapist Clinton once kept in his sock drawer may have a, a significant impact over the FBI's search of Melania Trump's closet and Donald Trump's personal office. Now, the case in question is titled Judicial Watch, Tom Fenton's company, um, versus National Archives and Records Administration. And it involved an effort by the conservative watchdog to compel the archives to forcibly seize hours and hours of audio recordings that Bill Clinton made during his presidency with historian Taylor Branch. For pop culture, the case is most memorable for the revelation that the 42nd president, for a time, stored the audio tapes in his sock drawer at the White House. The tapes became the focal point of a 2009 book called, uh, that, that Branch wrote, excuse me, Taylor Branch wrote. U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson in Washington, D.C. ultimately rejected Judicial Watch's suit by concluding there was no provision in the Presidential Records Act to force the National Archives to seize records from a former president. But Jackson's ruling, along with the, uh, the Justice Department's arguments that preceded it, made some other sweeping declarations that have more direct relevance, relevance excuse me, to the FBI's decision to seize handwritten notes and files that Trump took with him to Mar-a-Lago. The most relevant is that, is that a president's discretion, listen very closely, okay? A president's um, discretion on what are personal versus official record is far-reaching and solely his and is his ability to declassify or destroy records at will. Quote, under the statutory scheme established by the PRA, the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and is his sole discretion, a federal ja a judge, Jackson, wrote in her March 2012 decision, which has never been appealed, quote, since the president is completely entrusted with the management and even the disposal, that means the destruction, ruining, whatever, of presidential records during his time in office, it would be difficult for this court to conclude that Congress intended that he would have less authority to do what he pleases with what he considers to be his personal records. The judge noted a president can destroy any record 
that he wants during his tenure. And his only responsibility was to inform the archives. He does not need permission. He does not need a blessing. He does not need Congress involved. He does not need the Pentagon involved. He does not even need God Almighty himself involved in his decision to destroy, to burn, to keep, to preserve, to look at, to enshrine any records that he sees fit, period. Now, I want to read this here for you as well. Quote, because the audio tapes are not physically in the government's possession, defendant submits that it would be required to seize them directly from President Clinton in order to assume custody and control over them, Jackson noted. The defendant considers that this, excuse me, the defendant considers this to be an extraordinary request that is unfounded, contrary to the PRA's expressed terms and contrary to traditional principles of administrative law, the court agrees. So, long story short, the FBI knew and the DOJ knew that if they tried to do this legally, if they tried to go through court, to try to get these records back from Donald J. Trump, they would have lost, and they would have lost handily. So they went above and beyond, and they went outside of their jurisdiction of power, and they created a fake and false affidavit, which is why they don't want it unsealed, in order to use it as an excuse to get a warrant from a Epstein-sympathizing Barack Hussein Obama contributing federal magistrate in order to go outside and abuse their power and go raid a president's home and take the records because they knew that there was already a federal court precedent ruling in 2012 that said, you have no right. You have no right. You have no power here. And they knew it. Jackson also concluded that a decision to challenge a president's decision lies solely with the National Archives and cannot be reviewed by a court. Boom! Donald J. Trump wins again. You can't beat Trump. If the Archives wants to challenge a decision, that agency and the Attorney General can initiate an enforcement mechanism under the law, but it is a civil procedure and has no criminal penalty. Let me repeat that last part for the, for the people in the back. It is a civil procedure and has no criminal penalty. The search warrant, the FBI enforced sought two types of records, classified materials and records created during the Trump presidency. Trump has been adamant. The records he took from Mar- to Mar-a-Lago were both declassified and deemed personal to him, and there's a court precedent already set. Suck on that, you loser, illegitimate, uh, illegal FBI and DOJ agents. Suck on that one. How do you like that? There's already a court precedent. We don't even need to go to Supreme Court over this. And if you try, and if you try to indict and arrest him, each, each and every single one of you, it's going to be the end of your careers. It's, going to be the, it's already the end of your careers anyway when we take over. But it will truly be the end of your careers. This was only a fishing expedition. No, not Fox News, not CBS, not CNN, not even Real America's Voice News at this point has told you about this case. Nobody. Why? 
because they don't want the world to know that there is already a federal court decision on this matter and they went above and beyond that. They abused their power. They took it upon themselves. They got some scumbag pedophile judge in Florida to sign off on it and they went and they did exactly what they're not supposed to do and the precedent and the ruling is already set by a federal judge. So again, and these famous words of Bannon, suck on that one. We're going to make this a short clip, and I expect this to be shared to everybody because every single news organization needs to be reporting on this, not just little old me, okay? You've got people that are watching uh, Crowder right now. He's got 75,000 people watching him live on Rumble right now. And even Crowder isn't talking about this. We need to talk about the important stuff that's happening, folks. We need to talk about the rulings. We need to talk about the precedents. We can't just keep complaining and talking about Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney. All right? We're past Liz Cheney now. Yes, we can make fun of her. Yes, we can show videos that, make, that, that, that laugh. That's all fine. But breaking down the reason that she lost or what she's going to do next... That's over now. That 24-hour news cycle is over. It's time we get back to business, and it's time we get back to holding these people accountable. And who are these people? The DOJ and the FBI. It's already a national precedent set. So I don't want to hear anybody's crap about, is, is he going to get criminally charged? He can't. And when it goes to the Supreme Court, which I, likely it probably will, they'll rule in the favor of this judge as well. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Anyway, folks, before we move on to the next story, I would like to quickly talk about uh, uh, home title lock, okay? Now, I did not, I knew that people stealing your, your title to your home, and by the way, the question asked the other day about if, if your title is in a trust, I did send that question out. I haven't gotten an answer back yet. I expect an answer back by the end of the day today. If not, I'll give it to you Monday. But when they, when they, showed, me, when they showed me that they stole my house, and they showed me, look, the, this is exactly the process, and this is how easy it was. I was like, okay, we got to inform the public on this, and then we, we secured a, a, a small sponsorship deal. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it for you, okay? What I showed you the other day was a notarized copy of the deed to my home. It's my address. It's my home, but under a different owner that's not my name. This is forgery, fake notary seal, and it's all completely legal when they, when they go and they try to get a loan on it. Luckily, this is a demonstration of crime and not a real home title theft. Uh, home title lock is pre they prepared this in 10 minutes for me. That's how fast and easy this crime is. 10 minutes. And if it were real, I could be out of tens of thousands of dollars, massive legal fees trying to get my home back and, and have it get back in my name. The deed to our homes is the only document that proves that you own it. Let me say that again. The deed to your house is the only document that proves that you own it. The problem is the deeds to our homes are all online and digitized now. A criminal can find, forge your signature, and refile as the new owner to your home. Then he'll take out loans using your home equity. So if you've got a lot of home equity, you're a prime target for this. And they'll leave you in debt. This is a bigger, this is a faster growing crime than identity theft now. When identity theft was at its height, this is growing faster than that. 
Okay, so you got to keep an uh, keep an eye out for that. You won't know until collection notices start showing up at your house on loans that you never took out. So go to hometitlelock.com slash LFA. Use the promo code LFA. Enter your address for no obligation home title scan and see if you're already a victim. And it's a hundred dollar value. Absolutely free. So check them out, guys. And uh, hey, what's the harm in securing your home and your title, especially if it's that easy to steal? All right, folks, we're going to move on. We got to move on to the IRS. We're talking about government overreach. We're talking about government having too much power. If you think the government has too much power now, wait until you see what the IRS is about ready to become. And even worse than that, they had this, they knew this bill was going to pass. Do you want to know how I knew this bill was going to, they knew this bill was going to pass and they were going to create their 90,000 new IRS agents to come at you with at gunpoint to shake you down and take any little bit of money that you didn't claim. If you mow yards. Okay. Let's just say this. All right, here we go. Let's say you're an older person and you're retired. Okay. And you want to go and mow yards and you don't want to claim that you make a hundred bucks a week, 200 bucks a week, mowing yards, extra money, spending cash. The IRS is going to come after you and they're going to, they're going to tax you on that money. That is what the 90,000 new IRS agents are for. They are to come after you and tax the money. The IRS does not know about not money that you've already been taxed money that the IRS doesn't know about. Get it, get a uh, birthday gift. You get a $1,000 birthday gift from your parents or your, or your grandma or something like that? Taxable. No more gifts, folks. No more donations and gifts. If you are not a registered 501c3 and you get any money from anybody and you don't claim that, they're coming after you. And do you want to know how they knew that was going to pass? Because they're already indoctrinating your school students about it in public school. That's right. They are sending... Teams of FBI or of IRS agents around the country right now as we speak, as we speak, and they are going to public school systems and they are teaching children how to become IRS agents. Don't believe me? Okay. I got a couple videos to show you to prove it. Here we go. Again, this is indoctrination at the highest level and they're indoctrinating our youngsters into believing that the IRS is going to go stop people who are bad, bad people. Check this out. Students at Indiana State University are getting real life experience as federal law enforcement agents. The experience involved a hands on interactive scenario project. Criminal investigation special agents were in charge. Newshead's Dominic Miranda was on campus today and he joins us now to explain just how this lesson worked. Susie, this interactive learning session is known as the Adrian Project. It included criminal justice and accounting students. Here's how it worked. Basically, students headed up a mock financial investigation as IRS special agents. The actual special agents leading this session acted as the fictional criminals. There were eight different scenarios. A group of five students were assigned to each one. Each scenario detailed a different financial crime case that students had to solve. One student told me this was an outstanding opportunity to do what these agents do every day and have their input. I also spoke with the assistant special agent in charge of IRS criminal investigation, Harry Chavis. He said they love doing this and the benefit extends both ways. What we really try to do is we try to partner like this with universities uh, so that we can get the message out about who we are, what we do. It's a great recruiting tool for us. Um, you really get to see uh, how they investigate and we've gotten to um, ask those questions and go through the scenarios. 
students were able to go through an investigation that even included an arrest. I'll have more details on that for you and the student benefit of this session coming up at 6. All right, now, now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know student. what that cap is going to be to give somebody a gift. I know if it's within family, it's going to be different than if you just give a gift to somebody else. But here's the other thing, folks. They are working lock and step with your banks. So if your bank is a federally, uh, federally insured bank, they're going to be working lock and step with your banks. They're going to be monitoring bank accounts just like they told you they were going to be doing last year. Remember when we all went up in arms? This is connected to that. They're going to be monitoring bank accounts at the same time. Now, I don't know if it's every bank account. I don't know if it's going to be random. I don't know if it's going to be a person making a certain amount of money or not. I don't know what they what the precedent is going to be with monitoring bank accounts. But I do know if you transfer from one bank account to another, that's going to be taxable. If you try, They're going to look at that as you trying to hide money from them. This is going to be, think about this. Have you ever seen a football field before, uh, a national, an NFL football game, uh, and you see the entire crowd? Usually in a massive football arena, you got about 80,000, 70,000, 80,000 people in there. Take all of that football arena completely filled, and those are going to be the new IRS agents. Already added to the amount of IRS agents they have. Now, you got to ask yourself, why would, they, why, why would they be doing this, number one? Why would they be arming them and teaching them, like, you know, uh, you know, armed gun style tactics to arrest people. And, and, and why would they need so many? Well, the whole reason, folks, you cannot have a communist nation if you have a middle class. The money is in the middle class, and now they're going to our children, our universities, and soon our public schools, and teaching this crap and trying to indoctrinate people into their brown shirt um, agency. I have another video here. You're going to have to check this out. Here's some more kids uh, going through the same kind of indoctrination. Check it out. Congress recently appropriated funds, so the IRS is currently looking to hire more CIs nationwide. We're looking around, starting around $60,000, $70,000, somewhere in there. Uh, and then the advancements are you'll move up, you know, one level every year for a few, the first few years. So. An agent that's been in the field for a long time can top out at around $175,000 a year as well as benefits and retirement. These aren't actual police officers, they're students posing as special agents for the IRS, arresting a man who is wanted for tax evasion. Who are you guys? Um, what is this? We're the IRS. You're under arrest. You're going to jail, buddy. Most people don't even know that the IRS has criminal investigators who use their accounting skills and their authority as a special IRS agent to help solve tax crimes. Under this scenario, these students find the owner of a landscaping company has several vehicles that may have been purchased from monies not reported through his business. After an undercover interview using a wireless mic, the special IRS agents find that Dodger, who is selling his business, has two sets of books. Have you ever done any landscaping work before? Ammunition, handcuffs, and first aid is generally what everybody wears, and then it just depends on the individual and what else they want to carry. No tasers. No tasers. Mess with. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in the end, they're taught how to use their skills and finally arrest the mock offender. But you want to identify, hey, police, we're here with an arrest warrant. We're going to be taking you to jail today, okay? Mm -hmm. That's what you, they want to know because they're going to start asking questions like I did. Who are you? What are you doing? Why are you putting me in cuffs? What did I do? 
Well, there you go, folks. They're getting them young, and they the IRS want they want to be they want the IRS to be the new brown shirts, and they're getting the kids young. They're getting them in college. They're going to get them in public schools. They're going to teach people how to shake people down for money. And again, did you just hear what they just said? A landscaping guy who bought a couple vehicles on money not reported. Ooh, don't you take enough? No, it'll never be enough as long as they're sending money over to a leather thong-wearing uh, leader uh, or lack thereof, like uh, Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine. It'll never be enough when they want to give people tens of millions of dollars to find out the mating patterns of frogs and fish. You understand what I'm saying? They're coming after every dollar in the middle class. The good news is, the good news is, is that when we take back over and President Trump comes back, we can disband all of this. We can get rid of every bit Every bit of all of it. Jeremy, it's the same thing as teaching kids to call child services on their parents, and that was very successful. Amen. Exactly. That's why we got to get ahead of this now. I'm not showing you guys this stuff to just go, oh, that darn FBI, stand against the FBI. I'm trying to show you guys this stuff so you can see a pattern of what's coming. That right there was a perfect example with that, what that person just said in Rumble. They did it with uh, children calling social services on their parents, and look how that was. Massively successful. And now DCF has more power than any family over their children, no matter what. You don't even have to be guilty. I can tell you this right now. I have a friend. I'm not going to say his name. He has been removed from his house right now for six months. He's still not home. And guess what? He works for the government. He works for the state. He's a state employee, exemplary state employee his whole life. They put, their, they put their kids through public school in Vermont. Their kids became indoctrinated. They're now little trannies. They have no idea what gender they are. They've completely taken over their, 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 their family. They're the ones in charge now. They made up stories that never existed. There's no proof. All they have is their word, and DCF took their word, removed the husband, my friend, from his home on charges that he never would be guilty of, and he's still gone. He's still not home six months later. Why? Because the state and federal agencies have so much power, they can destroy your lives. And if you think DCF is bad, wait until the IRS looks at every single dollar and every single dime that goes in and out of your house. Wait. You just watch. So we have to work ever so hard to make sure not only do we win the primaries, do we win these... uh, I mean, win the midterm elections, but also win the White House back because we can we can get rid of all this just like that. Like President Trump said, I can get rid of this in 30 minutes. I can get rid of this in 30 minutes. Larry, I hope you're right. What did Larry say? What'd you say, Larry? America Patriot says, Jeremy, the GNP is going to defund this after the first year. Amen. Amen. And Trader Mike Prince threatens us to stop vilifying the FBI. Exactly. Exactly. Democrats are all guilty, says Bad Moon. 100%. I'm still waiting to see what Larry Reha said. I'm not sure about that. Um, give me a second here. I'll put my money overseas in, account- <laughs> in an account. Why not? They do. They do. Vote, vote, vote. Exactly. Over 1,000 rumbles already, folks. Let's keep it going. Bullcrap won't happen. Larry, what do you mean won't happen? Do you mean we're not going to let it happen? Or do you mean that they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents for fun? I'm trying to see what you mean there. Why did they go after your friend? Because the daughter, who's a tranny now, says that he abused her uh, emotionally and um, verbally. 
abused her, not physically, emotionally and verbally because he, held, he was holding her accountable and telling her what she could and couldn't do. That's it. That's it. That is it. And secretly recorded him on her cell phone one day yelling at her about how she, he wasn't going to put up with her SHIT anymore and she wasn't going to grow up to be some worthless liberal. That's exactly what he said. And of course, liberal, liberal Vermont. Well, there you go. Um, I'm still waiting to see what Larry said. If he's saying that we're not going to let it happen. I think he said it won't happen. Still doesn't answer the question. It needs to not happen at all. Amen. Amen. Again, Larry, uh, I don't know what you meant by that, but if you meant that uh, they're just hiring uh, 87,000 new brown shirts for the hell of it, that's not the case, brother. That's not the case. I love you, but they're hiring them for a reason. I can tell you that. Disgusting. Amen. Unbelievable. Amen. God bless the USA. It is a mess. Amen. All right, we're going to move on. I know you guys are a little bit behind me, so uh, waiting for a, uh, for a response. Oh, if Trump returns, it won't happen. Amen, Larry. Amen. Well, that's exactly right, folks. That's why it's more important now. If we do not stop this now, exactly, I don't know who said it in the Rumble chat, but the same thing that happened with DCFS will happen here. The same exact thing, but worse, way worse, because they're eroding the middle class so they can take over and have a communist country. Amen. 100%. All right, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Texas ranchers who experienced firsthand the brutal IRS audit issue a dire warning to middle-class Americans. Let's get into this story. It's from these Texas ranchers. What will the 87,000 new IRS agents do now that Democrats' new tax and spending bill aims to hire um, hire them to... What, what are they going to do? Well, all we have to do is ask David and Deborah Hodja. David and Deborah Hodja... The Hodges own the, Rise, the Raising Five Cattle Company in Thorndale, Texas. Anybody know where Thorndale, Texas is? Put your hands up. In Thorndale, Texas, they own the Raising Five Cattle Company. 13 years ago, the IRS audited, audited, them, audited them thanks to, they say, an engine rebuild on one of their tractors. Now, they were on Fox News, America's Newsroom yesterday. <coughs> And they had a five-word message to anyone who doesn't take the prospect of the IRS audit seriously. They want to get you. They want your money. The couple appeared on the same day that resident Joe Biden signed the cynically misnormed Inflation Reduction Act into law. In addition to spending gobs on the Democrats' climate agenda and attempting to lower health care costs the liberal way for the zillionth time that never worked, the bill seeks to raise revenue by increasing taxes and by squeezing more tax money out of those whose tax rates will remain the same. The most controversial component of the program, arguably, is stepping up IRS enforcement with 90,000 new agents being added to the force. The stepped-up enforcement, we were told, would be affecting big corporations and those making over $400,000, although in practice, that's never how it works, and it's not how it's going to work now. Look at the Hodges case. The couple initially went viral after sharing their story on their company's Facebook page, okay? They said, can you imagine a government coming into your home and you have to give them everything? It shouldn't have, to ha- it shouldn't have happened to us, the Post read. It's about to happen to you if you own a business. So that means right here, they're coming after LFA. Not only are they coming after shut LFA down, but they're actually coming after me because of the way I speak too, because so I am a DVE. 
we got audited over basically $7,800 engine rebuild and in a very old tractor, Deborah said during her appearance. They just said that this was a red flag and we're going to audit you and we're coming to your house. Deborah told the network that she had asked if faxing her bank records to the IRS was an option. After all, that would prove where the money went to. But the IRS agent said nope, and they came to her house and insisted on seeing the records for themselves. She said, I took out a box of our old receipts, and we handed it to them. And I said, here's your receipts. We're not hiding anything. The couple said that they'd kept the necessary tabs on all of the expenses for the repairs since they couldn't afford to replace their tractor. That didn't mean the auditor was uh, through milking them, though. Instead, he asked for three years of financial records. Quote, he wasn't satisfied. He kept digging. He kept digging. He kept digging. He ended up nailing us. Our tax person was giving us 80% on our work vehicles, and he said, nope, you can only do 50%. Deborah was shocked over the kind of license that the IRS had to look into their affairs. She said, I was very naive about the situation. I had no idea the power and the scope of the IRS audit going in three years of my life and having and me having no control over that whatsoever. No control over the information that she was that he was given. It was very invasive. You feel very attacked because the guy wanted to go back and say, I got her. This is what they're going to do, you guys. And there's no way you can stop them. You can't get the attorney general of your state to stop them. You can't buy enough lawyers to stop them. Do you see what they do to President Trump 24-7, seven days a week? The only reason President Trump can even withstand this fight is because he's a billionaire. Are you a billionaire? Am I a billionaire? Are you a millionaire? Am I a millionaire? Are you a thousandaire? Am I a thousandaire? No. And they're going to come and they're going to take everything. They're at least going to turn your life upside down if you own a small business. So you got to start making preparations now. You have to, ladies and gentlemen, because they're coming. And again, don't take my word for it. Take the family that owns the five cattle company uh, in, in Texas. Because exactly what happened to them is about ready to happen to each and every single one of us. Now, again, we're going to stop it. We're definitely going to stop it. But the fact of the matter is, what if we don't? Are you going to be ready? Are you going to be ready? Somebody asked, when does this take effect? Immediately. They're already training people. They're already hiring the IRS agents. This bill, this Inflation Reduction Act, was front-loaded, meaning that usually bills take a, a year or whatever to get to the money. Not this bill. Because they called it the, Refl- the Inflation Reduction Act, to basically combat the problem that they already put out. They front-loaded everything. All that money going to the IRS, they front-loaded it, meaning that they needed it immediately to reduce the uh, the inflation. It was a lie. It was all a lie, ladies and gentlemen. All a lie. Just so they could get this immediately done. So it was all front-loaded, and the money that's going to the IRS has already been allocated. It's already gone. It's already going. They're already training. They're already hiring. So... Everybody said, when does it take effect? Right now. Right now. Actually, look at it as it took effect yesterday. How about that? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to our our other wonderful and great, beautiful, great, awesome people. Uh, Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. Field of Greens, right here. I'm almost done my first jar. I'm almost done my first month. What an incredible, incredible 30 days it was. I never expected it to do what it's done for me. Once upon a time in America, 
This is the spiel. I'm going to read it. People lived on farms. Fact. You didn't have to tell them to eat fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. They just did it because it's what they ate. It's what they had. As Americans became more mobile and the economy became bigger and things became faster and everything became got to get here, got to get here, got to get here. We started eating foods with preservatives. We've started eating foods that wouldn't spoil. And you want to know, you want to, um, that's linked exactly to our obesity and it's also linked to our diabetes and it's also linked to our cancer. Ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruit. Everything that is in that vegetable and fruit organically, they've got inside this powder. Plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what you need to stay healthy. And I'm telling you this, folks, the cleansing is real. My sweat smells different. My bathroom breaks smell different. As gross as that is, I'm going to give it to you straight. My body odor smells different. Why? Because I'm getting what I'm supposed to finally be getting. And it is truly, it's, it's actually pretty rough. It was rough on me to cleanse. It really is. It's been rough on me. My stomach hurts all the time. Getting, I, I, I feel different, but I feel better throughout the day. And that's the important thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. All right. Moving on, folks, because we've always got more to get to, and the news never stops. We want to take a look back at the COVID mRNA experimental jab, because now that we've had some time, since most people in the world actually took this mRNA drug called the COVID vaccine, we actually have numbers to look back on now. More numbers are coming in. We actually have more situations that we've been able to monitor, and we understand a lot more about this vaccine than we did when they shoved it down our throats, or I should say, shoved it in your arm. What is the overall outcome? 45% of pregnant women lost their babies. If you were pregnant and you took the, the vaccine while you were pregnant, nearly 50% of those ladies lost their babies. Perfectly healthy people literally dropping dead all over the world. Athletes at the top of their game dropping dead all over the world every single day. And the CDC came out two days ago and said that they botched everything after they ruined people's lives, after they killed people, after they got people to put something in them that they don't even know what it is, see, the, uh, the CDC comes out and says, ah, you know what, we botched it. We screwed it up. We've got to go back to the drawing board. We're going to reset this, and we're going to rehash uh, out some new processes moving forward. That's what the CDC said. So the, the, the agency that we're supposed to uh, look at as the beacon of health and keeping us safe and keeping us away from diseases, they admitted, finally, we botched everything. We screwed everything up. And we're sorry, our bad, but we're going back to the drawing board. Where's the accountability? Can we fire everybody? Can we arrest everybody? Can we hang Tony Fauci in, the, in Times Square for his crimes against humanity? Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird that they can come out and say, hey, ho, ho, we know we screwed up, but everybody that's been banned from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and every other place because they said what we already know now to be true, do they, get their, do they get their pages back? What about everybody that was demonetized for saying exactly what the CDC is saying is true now, which we said for two years? Do they get their pages remonetized? Huh? What about the people that were fired? What about the people that were dishonorably discharged from the military? Do they get everything back? It's weird that the CDC can come out and say, hey, we screwed up, sorry. But now we know all that's true. Do you know another thing that we know is true, folks? How about all the kids? 
How about all the kids who we absolutely destroyed their social environment, destroyed their, destroyed their social lives, destroyed their education, destroyed them emotionally, physically, and mentally? How many kids are set back? Look how far back our education system has gone in the last two years because of COVID-19. Locking all these schools down, making everybody go home to learn. It has destroyed our youth. I feel so bad for the kids that had to live through COVID. What a crap show it has been for them. But I want to give you some more numbers. Check this out, folks. This is, this is pretty scary stuff. It's actually good news, but it's not. Nearly 2 million kids, nearly 2 million children in the United States left the public school between 2020 and 2021 in one year. According to the enrollment data, nearly 2 million kids stopped going to public schools between 2020 and 2021. In the spring of 2020, 81% of students in the country were enrolled in district-operated schools, public schools. That number dropped from the spring until the fall uh, by 9%. It went down to 72%. So from spring of 2020, there was 80% of our kids were in public school. That number went down to 72% in the same year, uh, all the way to November. Almost 2 million kids stopped attending public schools in that full year. And the data shows why. In recent poll from Education Next, district-operated schools lost 4% of their students during those two years, with those children enrolling in other types of schooling. In the spring of 2020, 81% of school children were enrolled. That went down to 71% by the fall. And by the very next spring, 63% it went down to. 63%. That's good news because we're taking the kids out of the public school system. However, it went back up another 17%. After the 2021 school season. So it looked like it looked like what people were doing was keeping their kids away from schools that were keeping them masked up. But as soon as those kids dropped their their uh, their mat or the school dropped the mask mandates, they sent them back. Okay, now check this out. There was a 63 percent increase in homeschooling in that year, a 63 percent from what it was to what it ended up becoming, a 63% increase in homeschooling. Isn't that amazing? In 18 states that shared data through the current school year, the number of homeschool students increased by 63% and then fell only by 17% once the kids started going back to school without masks. That means that most of those children that went to homeschooling are still being homeschooled. Now, that's good news and bad news. It's good news because we can get those kids out of that uh, bad environment that turns them into trannies and every other thing that's bad in the world, right? The bad news about it is, is that no, no, no school, no kids should have to leave the environment that they grew up in. No children should have to leave pep rallies. No children should have to leave lockers. No children should have to leave field trips in a public school. Now, I know you can do those things in homeschooling. I get it. And I know you can do those things in private and charter and Christian schools. Again, I get it. But there's no place like the public school system that we all grew up in. And that's what we want to get back to. Public schools are terrible right now. So we have alternatives, thank God. But if you leave it up to the federal government, if you leave it up to the federal government, they will make sure that they outlaw homeschooling. They'll make sure that they outlaw homeschooling. So for all those people out there who pulled their kids out of school, very smart thing for you to do. For all those people out there to put their kids through homeschooling, Christian or schooling for right now, very smart thing for you to do. But our goal is to get the public school back under control. That's the goal here, folks, to get the public school system back under control. And then what? Inject a little bit of God 
in the public school system again. That should be our goal. Just like our goal should be to not run from these blue states forever, but to change these blue states back to red states. That's the fight. That's our goal. So, uh, you know, everybody's got their own way of looking at things and everybody's got their own lives and their own restrictions and what they can and can't do. But ladies and gentlemen, I applaud everybody who, who stood up to the public school system and everything that happened. Now, we're talking about COVID. I want to go to New Zealand for a minute because in New Zealand, pretty much everybody's double vaccinated. I mean, I think like 89% or something like that, some high crazy number. I don't know the exact number, so don't hold me to it. But there's like a high crazy number of New Zealanders that are... Uh, that are vaccinated, double vaccinated. And now, ladies and gentlemen, after all this time, New Zealand has a new study out that's showing that their double vaccinated population is seven times sicker than they were pre-COVID. Why? I'll tell you why. Because their immune systems have been destroyed by the vaccine. Their immune systems have been absolutely and completely destroyed by the vaccine. So let's get to this video from New Zealand where it's explaining... What the heck is going on there? Let's go ahead and uh, play that video now. Thanks, Sam. And, well, COVID numbers are officially down, right? And yet, every day, it seems like our workmates are off with some kind of bug. So is there more sickness in the air right now? And if so, what the heck can we do about it? Are you sick of being sick? You're not imagining it. More Kiwis are coughing, sniffling and calling off work. Our immunity against a whole lot of things is sort of a little bit down because um, we haven't been constantly, I feel like, primed all the time. So of course, we've got lots and lots of different viruses coming over. And it's not just the coronavirus, of course, lots of things are. Seasonal flu, gastro bugs, conjunctivitis, even foot and mouth. It's all making everyone's lives just that much harder. And that's despite COVID numbers finally going down. Community cases are at their lowest since February. But data reported in stuff.co.nz suggests compared to last year, respiratory illnesses have doubled. The Well Kiwis survey found double the number of us are experiencing cough, fever, illness, runny nose and sore throats. Yeah, and when looking at pre-pandemic levels, we're actually seven times sicker. So what's going on? If we haven't learned anything from this pandemic, it would be a bit disappointing. And one of those things is that when you've got a cold or something like that, don't take it to work. We know what stops viruses from spreading. And so masking up and keeping a distance isn't just about COVID. It's about, you know, all How'd sorts that work of out for respiratory you? viruses. And it's not just the experts who've noticed. Yeah, there has been a few more days off, for sure. Our daughter's gone to kindergarten this year, so yeah, it's a bit unusual. It's hard to say, but she's, yeah, we've been sick as a family, yeah. But I know a lot of my friends have been sick. It's the worst flu I've maybe ever had in my life. Um, yeah, so definitely worse. And I don't think it's my immune system, because I've been trying to be healthier than usual. Uh, yeah. So what can you do to avoid all the nasties without having to live in your own personal lockdown? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't take a rocket science to figure it, a rocket scientist to figure it out. We destroyed our immune systems by a secluding ourselves and being locked down, not exposing ourselves to, to annual germs and annual flu strains. That's for sure. But the vaccine, folks, has to be tied to this. If you've got nearly your entire population double vaccinated, and even a bigger and, and, and another large population boosted, and you're seven times sicker then you're not going to attribute that to the vaccine, or I should say to the mRNA jab? Of course you have to. You'd have to be an idiot not to. Of course you have to. 
Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I always want to leave you with a smile, right? I always want to leave you with something to make you laugh. I don't just want to bring, you know, doom and gloom to you. And I don't just want to scream here every day. A lot of people have been saying I'm on fire lately. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just reporting the news. Whether it's good news or bad news, I'm reporting the news. Something other people just will not do anymore. And that's why we're not getting forty and 50,000 people like we used to watching live because nobody wants to hear the truth. Everybody wants to hear a lie or everybody wants to hear something about Q that never comes true. Okay, I would rather much I would much rather take the 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 narrow path of few people that get it and then understand the importance of what we're trying to do. than have the 40 or 50,000 people here waiting to hear something that makes them feel better. You either want the truth or you want something that makes you feel better. Life from America gives you the truth. All right, folks, we're going to make you smile before we go out for the day. So uh, without further ado, let's bring <laughs> you're going to like this without further ado. Let's bring this. Uh, Let's bring this video up of, uh, of, of Devin Nunes and, uh, and Liz Cheney. This is, this is an incredible video. I love this. Here we go. Get ready to smile. Rude social customer service. How can I help you? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Everything okay? Yeah, it's just been an emotional week. I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah, I know. It's not your fault. It's Trump's fault. I just... Already? Um, what can I do for you? Well... I wanted to know if you guys were hiring. You want a job at True Social? Yeah. I need a job. Okay. Uh, what are your qualifications? Um, well, I, I like to play both sides and I like to start wars and launder money. If it's corrupt, I can do it. You like to what and a what? I'm kind of a multitasker. Okay, um, well, are, are you a Republican, conservative, Democrat, liberal? Yeah. Yes, what? So do I get the job? Uh... Uh, do you have any references? Yeah, my dad and my laundered $15 million. Uh, who, who's your dad? Dick Cheney. Your dad is... Is this Liz? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Of all the gin joints in all the world. <laughs> ah, good try at winning yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, so can I work at True Social? Are you insane? Probably. I mean, I'd hire uh, Joe Biden before I hired you. But I'm a Republican. I mean, I'm a conservative. I mean, I mean, I'm a dem- I mean, I'm a liberal. I mean, I'm an American. I mean, I'm from China. I'm sorry, but there's just no way in hell I'm giving you a job at True Social. Well, I don't have a job because of Trump. No, you don't have a job because of you. So you're really not going to hire me? <laughs> not in a million years. But I heard CNN is hiring, and hell, you could probably get a job at Twitter, too. This is discrimination. <laughs> you're going to regret this when I run for president. <laughs> you did stand up Liz this isn't over I'm gonna run for president and I'm gonna take down Trump I'm just like honest Abe that is adorable I even wrote a speech four score and seven years ago our fathers brought forth (laughs) hey well good luck with your comedy tour and thanks for calling true social customer service have a great day will we at least donate to my GoFundMe account Hey, look, Trump broke a lot of Republicans and broke a lot of Democrats. And I don't think anybody actually broke like Liz Cheney. Trump broke Liz Cheney and he broke her good. And I love a little laugh. So I hope you guys had a little laugh on that. Remember, folks, we have a lot of new items on uh, JeremyHarrell.com on the store. We've got your Faith Family Freedom shirt. We've got your handcrafted 11 by 17. If you're looking for Christmas presents, folks, hand-carved armor of God plaques made by one of our own that watched the show. And big shout-out to him. Of course, you got your freedom flag or your freedom uh, towels right there. 
your you can't beat Trump and your new you can't beat God hats, and of course all of your uh, your women's uh, summer gear. Ladies and gentlemen, go to JeremyHarrell.com. And by the way, while you're there. You might want to shop with the American strong business companies. Look at that, nearly 420 businesses. And we're going to work to start promoting these now that LFA TV is going to be a thing here in September. So check out the American strong business directory and uh, shop with a conservative. That is going to do it for Live from America today, everybody. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep rumbling on the way out and I'll see you at 5 p.m. tonight. Remember to keep a smile on your face. Keep your families closer than ever and keep, no matter what, spreading that gospel. Thank you for the rumble rants. Thank you for the monthly donations. I love you all. God bless you. Peace.